Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. What we're seeing is the calm before the storm. Now, I know that many people don't see this as the calm, but I think the way that is phrased makes us understand that we're still uh, on the on the lower end of the slope as it goes up. And so this needs to be uh, understood by everybody in Arkansas that we're still on the front end of this uh, COVID-19 uh, emergency that we have in the state of Arkansas. All right, welcome in on a wonderful Wednesday. Justin Ankry, Westmore, Christian Weaver. That was the governor talking yesterday, and again, we'll have his update again today for you. I'm sure we'll hear from the president who was talking about some things yesterday that drew the ire of some. But there was a lot of news that came out yesterday per usual. We'll keep you updated on that. We've got some fun today as well. Joe Klein will join us. We're going to talk to Richard Davenport. Big recruiting news in basketball. Arkansas has a departure, and they're eyeing some new additions in addition to their additions. Wes? I was just talking to him about the 2022 class in Arkansas. I had no idea it was as good as it is, and he's going to discuss that a little bit. has an article that just dropped. Articles just dropped, just went hot, just went online. Sure. And so we'll talk about the 2022 class also. Rodney Clark will join us at 11 o'clock. Rodney had a harrowing escape from his Italian professional basketball league uh, out of the country back here to Arkansas. He's going to share that story with us. He had to get his family and himself out, and they weren't able to travel together. So he's going to walk us through that and talk a little bit about his pro career and how things are going overseas for him outside of that. Dustin Turner is a realtor. We've talked about him on the show many times. He is our guy. And obviously things have changed a little bit in his industry, like every other industry for the time being. And he will join us at 1130 to talk about some of those changes and how they're doing business. Bryce Mitchell will not be probably in an octagon anytime soon, but who knows? If there's one industry that doesn't seem too concerned about this, it's MMA. They were one of the last holdouts from a sports standpoint. He's going to join us at 1230 today, and there is no telling what he might say. I have no idea how he's passing the time, but he's a he's kind of a handy home improvement guy anyway, Wes. He's been talking about trying to get that, uh, what was he, working on a shed or a um, some kind of overhang for him to park his the car? Roof. Was it? Yeah, yeah but, he was putting a metal roof over his trailer. Maybe that's what it was. So we'll uh, see what he's up to and how he's spending his time. In lockdown, I, I assume he's he's uh, still going to school at Harding and getting. He's, I guess he's online, online like everybody else. Yeah, quarantined and out there in the woods. I've seen him shooting some squirrels and doing some hunting. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah, he's one of those that quarantine's no big deal for him, except for the training. But you, you know how original he is. I'm sure he's figured some great ways to train. Another high profile coronavirus uh, diagnosis: Prince Charles, 71 years old. He would be in a high risk situation of course arkansas if you missed it yesterday reported their first two deaths one uh an elderly gentleman who was part of that uh, group in heber springs that church and then also a person that was i believe 59 that had some underlying health issues significant health issues so uh, again at-risk people you've got to be doubly diligent everybody needs to be smart and careful and we've got a message today from a guy who is uh, christian is it fa fair to say that michael rapaport is uh, mincing no words? Uh, I think that's fair to say. Okay. So uh, Michael Rapoport will uh, have some comments for parents who are letting their kids run around. Uh, he's not a huge fan of it right now. I think he rarely minces words. That is a good point. That is a good point. Um, anyway, Prince Charles, 71, displaying mild symptoms. Apparently he is staying in the royal residence. I don't know if uh, his wife has been diagnosed, but obviously she will play it safe, I assume, as well. And everybody stay away from the Queen Mother because she's 93. We don't want her getting sick. 
Uh, other news. Tom Cotton was on this morning. Did you guys hear that? No. He was excellent with the morning show today. Harsh words for China in general. And also uh, kind of laid out the stimulus package and, and talked a little bit about some of the payments. And if you read a little more into it, um, there are there's going to be money coming to what I read this morning. 90% of Americans are going to see some benefit from the money being paid out by the government. If you make over about, basically, I'll just say for ballpark's sake, I think it's 198000 as a family two years ago. They're basing this on 1998. 1998. 2018. <laughs> I don't know where that came Flashback. from. 2018 uh, tax returns. Um, and so if you make between, I think, 75 and maybe 198, um, or I guess it would be 150 as a couple and 198 as a couple, you'll see a diminished return. Anything over that, you're not going to see anything. 75,000 up to 75,000 individual. If you make between 75, I think, and 99, you have a little bit less of a payout. You're also getting like 500 bucks a kid as a benefit. So that'll put some Pop-Tarts on the table at least. So it's the kids you had in 2018. You can't go out and make them one real quick well, and no, get 500? And it says 17 and under. So I don't know if that's based on your kid's age today 20? or when it was 2018. Yeah, I don't know. I'm guessing easy. today, but I don't know. So that means I, w- I would only get like one benefit you would get to. Okay. So. Uh, okay. So here's a little bit from that. If you missed it, it was really good. I applaud the morning show. Good stuff. And. Yeah, I thought Tom Conn was really good. The entire interview is on our first Arkansas Bank and Trust SoundCloud account if you want to get it from Capitol Hill. I don't know if you also, they had French Hill on today too, and his interview is also on the SoundCloud account. Thank you, First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Two uh, representatives from the House have been diagnosed as well. Mm. So, anyway, here he is on uh, some of the information. For a lot of people, I mean, they're wondering when am I going to get some money? For those who are out of work or struggling right now, maybe less wages or no wages. Anyone who files an income tax return in 2018, remember it's 2018 because mm-hmm. we haven't filed our income taxes for 2019 yet. So for 2018, if you file a return and you had between $2,500 and $75,000 of income, you will receive a $1,200 check per person and a $500 check for each child. And that's combo. So it... In a, in a family of four in that income range, which, again, is the vast majority of our Kansans, you, could, you would expect to get a check of $3,200. Again, that's individuals. So it's doubled for couples. So if you're a married couple, it would be twice the, those amounts. I thought it was twelve. He said twelve hundred a person. Twenty four hundred for a couple and five hundred bucks a kid for a family of four. Thirty four hundred. Well, again, quick math on the fly. Give me oh, a break. okay. Anyway. It was just a mistake. Yes. Good point. Um, other things he talked about. Unemployment insurance. We also, as part of this bill, something I proposed last week, have a significant increase in unemployment insurance, both the time period for unemployment and a significant increase in the amount of unemployment insurance. Because I recognize that there are people who, for instance, didn't have tax returns in 2018. Maybe they were a full-time parent who went back from the workforce last year. Maybe they were a student who graduated in 2019, and they have since lost their job. So in addition to those tax rebate checks, anyone who has lost their job uh, because of this virus. And sadly, I'm afraid in Arkansas we're going to have tens of thousands of people in that situation. We'll see a significantly larger <coughs> weekly unemployment check starting soon as well to get us through this temporary crisis. If you're on Roger's microphone, I would definitely lice all it um, from the sounds of things on that interview. That's huge right there, the unemployment and having bigger benefits. That's mm-hmm. what people need right now. When are they going to get it? Right now would be great. How soon can we expect it? The Secretary it? of the Treasury, when he briefed us late last week, said he believes the IRS can get those tax rebate checks out in the first week of April. So that would be uh, during Holy Week. 
Um, And those checks, Tommy, to be clear to everyone, will be to anyone who filed a 2018 tax return and had income between $2,500 up to about $75,000, so almost almost twice the average income in Arkansas. And uh, those checks will be in the amount of $1,200 per person and $500 for every child in a family. So a typical family of four in the working class in Arkansas will be getting a check for a little over $3,000. It's interesting uh, that they can whip that around that quickly. By the way, they're also dealing with current taxes. And, you know, most people, I don't know most people, some people file you know, as early as possible. I like to know how much I'm going to pay in or get back. And so I file as quickly as possible. I'm still waiting to get the word back. But I, as soon as I got all my paperwork in, I, I mean, I, I had it available. I gave it to my, my CPA. So, hey, Bo, what's the scoop? Anyway, um, <laughs> so that was interesting. But, yeah, they're going to try to turn this around. There's a lot going on. Man. Look, we all ridicule and, and give the IRS a hard time, but they're going to try to be helping people out. The other thing is I was talking to somebody yesterday, I won't name names. Um, they have not filed their 2018 return yet. They filed an extension on top of an extension on top of an extension and mm-hmm. have not filed 2018. What do you do then? Are you not eligible? I don't know. If you didn't file, I think you probably are not. So if I were you, I'd get that baby turned around pretty quick if I could. Mm. As in today. Yeah. If you were in, I mean, if you're likely to get money and you filed an extension, you just screwed yourself out of thousands of dollars potentially. I don't know. Mm, I didn't think about that. I'm glad I'm on top of it. I mean, I remember Baz, he doesn't like to talk about it, but he talked about it at the time. He had not filed for like six or seven years. And so he took a, took a few days off work, and he was going through all his papers. And you think about all the different things that Baz is involved in. A lot of it involves write-offs for him because a lot of it he just does out of the goodness of his heart. Um, dear Lord, what an undertaking. So that's why I like to stay current, folks. There's a For those of you who don't like paying taxes, and I don't either, it's nice to stay current in case something like this pops up. I, I'm so thankful that I, I was on top of it this year, and I'm, I'm done. I've already filed, and everything is complete, and that's one less thing I have to worry about that's me. right now. I want it off my plate. Yes, I don't want to think about it. I don't it. like that. Okay, so when we started this week, we talked about numbers that came out over the weekend from the uh, Department of Health, and they talked about modeling other states' numbers. They figured that, that it could potentially be 27% to 45% of the state affected. Mm-hmm. And I laughed at those numbers. I didn't laugh at them because nothing's funny about this. And every time I hear something that sounds crazy, because, again, remember, folks, 27%, would that would be indicative of over 800,000 people being infected in the state of Arkansas. When you look at the nation, nation's numbers and the worldwide numbers, that seems impossible and crazy. And that's the low end of the estimates for the state. So when we started the week, I said, there's just over 300,000 worldwide. How can that be? You know what the number was as of today? 417,698 as of last night. So we went from just over, we've added 100,000 positive tests in three days. That's scary. Well, not surprising. The scary thing is you you have two factors going on. It is spreading very rapidly. Sorry. It is spreading very rapidly, and we do not have a number of tests that we need. Now, it is on the way. It is coming. Those tests are coming. But I believe, only my opinion, there are a lot of people out there that have it, and we just don't know it. I got to go. Including here. Including in Little Rock. Yeah, maybe so. And so that number, while we think, oh, it's only over 200, if we had the test available, I believe that that number would be way higher. Yeah, but we don't know. I will tell you this. I talked to a group yesterday. It's a private company that does mm-hmm. testing, and they are about to unleash uh, a large number of tests. So we're going to have more details on that when it's available, but that's uh, that's good news. You're right. I mean, I think we want to identify all the positive tests we can for sure. 
Olympic- that was a, to, to me the biggest news that came out of the press conference yesterday from Fauci was the number of tests that are about to hit, and that's going to be huge to help identify where the problems are and then help ha- help slow that problem. Well, I saw a story in the Democrat Gazette today. Uh, I think it was UAMS that is struggling to get their test that they've taken um, run to run the test. I guess there there's been some issues with that. So this hopefully the news I got yesterday from a private lab that's going to be able to to you know be available mm-hmm. to the public for those who pass the screening to get tested, um, it's not only going to be more readily available, but it will also be a very quick turnaround on the test results. So that's great news. Tokyo Olympics yesterday, if you missed it, were postponed until 2021. That was something that we had as we started the show yesterday. The Olympics have never been postponed before, never once. They have been canceled a handful of times, mostly related to war. 1916, the Berlin Games were canceled. 1940, 1940 Summer Olympics. Remember when they used to do the Olympics in the same year? I don't remember when they split it apart, but I do remember maybe early in our my life. Yeah, I was. They were in the same years. Was it when uh, when some of the uh, countries were boycotting the Olympics? Is that when about the time? I don't remember. Maybe in the early eighties. Yeah, when they had the uh, there was the year it was in Russia. One year, maybe it was the Moscow Games, and then they had the United States Games and. The United States is like, we're not coming to Russia. And Russia's like, cool, we're not coming to the United States. Well, screw you. Uh, London Games in 44, the Summer Games, were obviously uh, postponed because of World War II. So four of those were World War II. Oh, also some Italian games in 44, the Winter Games, World War II. So four for World War II, one for World War I. Widespread illness, though, has had an impact on large-scale sporting events before. And I don't remember uh, the stories on many of these. And um, other things that have been impacted because of tragedies. So the 03 Women's World Cup moved from China to the U.S. during a SARS outbreak. Do you remember that? I don't either. Didn't follow women's soccer as closely as I do now. 1919 Stanley Cup Final, certainly don't remember that, uh, between Montreal and the Seattle Metropolitans. Did hmm. you know that Seattle had a uh, hockey team in the NHL back in the day? Did, Did not. not. Didn't either. Canceled after each after the teams each won twice in the first five due to an outbreak of, we've heard it talked about Spanish a lot, flu. Spanish flu. Hmm. So there you go. There's your closest uh, analogy. Uh, 01 Ryder Cup was impacted because of the terrorist attacks. Same with Major League Baseball, NFL. July 1998, the race was postponed in the date in Daytona from July 4th to October 17th because of wildfires in the Daytona Beach area. Kids were probably still hanging out on the beach that day, too. And then in 1989, of course, the earthquake um, for the World Series, you remember, with Oakland and San Francisco. And Al Michaels did a beautiful job um, sort of going play-by-play on what was happening, and he had the good fortune of having experience in that market prior to, so he had a real good understanding of uh, the aerial view of that, the Bay Area. So he was, uh, it was amazing stuff. Yep. But um, Okay, so we got a couple of good things yesterday. Well, at least one good thing, and one thing that uh, sounds good but maybe isn't good. We'll see. Dow Jones went up through the roof, best day since 1933, and the biggest gain of over 2,000 points ever. 11.4% up. Other news, individual stocks did well. Boeing, Home Depot, Amex, J.P. Morgan, Walt Disney. Most have been savaged by the coronavirus. This is all according to the Democrat Gazette. Had big days on the Dow. I don't have details. Apple went up 6%. Facebook, 4.6%. HP, 9%. Cisco, 6%. Tesla went up 14% to nearly 500 per share. Hmm. So I don't know what the thinking was there, but so be it. And then uh, President Trump trying to assuage fears. I don't know if this is reasonable, but it's nice to hear. It'd be good. Pie in the sky. 
He wants the country open back up by Easter. We're going to lose more people by putting a country into a massive recession or depression. You're going to have all sorts of things happen. You're going to have instability. You can't just come in and say, let's close up the United States of America, the biggest, the most successful country in the world by far. Our people are full of vim and vigor and energy. They don't want to be locked into a house or an apartment or some space. Speaking of the economy, the faster we go back, the better it's going to be. Okay, that's good in theory. Uh, I will say this is so American of us, though. It's like, okay, I can do this. And then like three days later, like, I right, screw it. Let's just go back. Let's just go back. I can't do it anymore. I mean, we've all done it, whether it's an exercise program, eating right, not drinking, eat, you know, we all these good habits. It's like, okay, I can do it, man. I got it. And three days later, it's like, I'm tired of it. Let's go back. So the president is uh, following in those footsteps. Johns Hopkins had a uh, director that came out and said that very concerning to hear those words this early on after we just started getting things moving in the right direction. Did you see the numbers around the world, too? Uh, I don't mean to keep just like pounding you guys with info, but I just find this stuff fascinating. India, you know what? What percentage of the uni- of the world population is in India? Like five, ten mean- percent, something like that. One sixth of the entire Earth's population is in India. Wow, it's a lot of people. One point three billion. They've got the biggest lockdown going in the world right now. They are locking the whole thing down. Uh, Spain, did you see this story? You want to talk about something that is just really makes you pause? They started storing bodies in an ice rink, converted into a morgue until they could be buried or cremated. Mm. Buddy, if that doesn't get your attention, I don't know what will. When you see these other countries go into um, complete lockdown and you you follow the trends, that, and it should scare you. Concern. It can, yeah, it can concern some. It can scare some others. I, I would say that listen to what some of the officials are saying, but. This is the beginning for Arkansas. This is the beginning for a lot of places in the United States. Easter's, it's good to have hope. The governor just said three days ago, six to eight weeks. I'm working on the six to eight week timeline. I think most people are. Yes. Easter does not fall within the six to eight week timeline. On one hand, they're saying everyone in New York that has left needs to quarantine themselves. That's the scary thing to me. Some of the scariest news, the number of people fleeing from New York and where are they going all across the country. What are they doing? Well, if they're not quarantining, they're spreading it if they have it. You may have some areas that haven't been impacted yet, and people from New York are going there. And if they don't quarantine themselves, it's not good. Yeah. So hopefully those people hear the advice. And if you know anybody that's coming here from New York, quarantine 14 days. Keep keep the prevention I do think going. A, I think a great majority of people, if they know they have it, will stay in lockdown. Yeah. But again, like you said, it goes back to the testing. The cool thing about the testing I heard about was it can be done. You've seen some of this done already. You can be screened and have your test done while you're in your car. You don't have to get out. That's a step in the right direction. It needs to happen in a very ubiquitous way. We need to have hundreds of tests, thousands of tests. Yes, because so many people have it that don't know they have it. There are those that don't even have symptoms and think, oh, I'm fine. That's why you need testing. But I do think people are available. more more readily practicing social distancing and, yes. and quarantining themselves, regardless of that. I have no symptoms. I'm going home at night and I'm not leaving. I'm not getting close to anybody, even in the office here. And I, yeah. I'm in again. I assume everybody has it. Yeah. And if you work that way, it makes it easy. And then I sleep well at night. I'm not worried because I'm doing all I can do, you know. And then if I something happens, you know, unfortunately, I, I'll at least feel okay. Like I made. You can only control what you can control. I mean, outside of not coming to work, that's that's the only thing I'm going to continue to do that may seem to be somewhat of a risk. I just feel like we've got an important job to do to pass along information and keep people informed. The social distancing that I see, the only places I go, basically a gas station and the grocery store, 
It, it is. And it's it easy it to do good. it there. Yes. Yeah. Other than your, you know, your, and I'm checking out, um, like when you go to the grocery, so most of them have the self-checkout deal, too, so you don't have to get in front of a, a person. So, And I'm sure they appreciate that as well. And they've got to be there for those who don't like to check themselves out, but it's uh, they probably appreciate as many people going through these self-check lanes as they can. Quick break. Come back in a sec. Richard Davenport will join us. We'll get an update on what's going on with recruiting. A couple of big stories. Jalen Harris, no longer a Razorback, or at least he's entering the portal. And he is a grad transfer, right, Roes? So he can play right away. And I wish yeah. him well. I thought he was—he uh, had some good moments for Arkansas, without a doubt. And he improved. He did. I mean, we made fun of his three-point shooting percentage a year ago. This year it was vastly improved. He had a couple big threes that helped Arkansas win games. Yeah, he, he gave a lot to the Razorbacks while he was here. And, and But I think he saw the writing on the wall. There's no doubt. He'll go he'll, – uh, he'll be a starter for some team going forward. And he would have played 10 minutes a game here next year. If that. So, yeah, good luck to him. 10-33 on a Wednesday. Justin Acri, Wes Moore, and Christian Weaver. We've got Joe Klein coming up a little bit later on. Rodney Clark at 11 o'clock talking about his uh, trek from Italy back home to Arkansas. Dustin Turner at 11.30 talking about the real estate game and what's happening in this age of COVID. And then Thug Nasty, Bryce Mitchell at 12.30 today. Right now, Richard Davenport on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Update on Arkansas recruiting, and Arkansas got a spot freed up yesterday on Jalen Harris's departure. I don't think it shocks anybody, and I don't know if he'll be the only guy that leaves. We'll find out. But, uh, Richard, welcome. How are you? Uh, doing well, guys. Doing well. Uh, okay, so let's start with Jalen and what this means for Arkansas from a uh, short-term standpoint and a long-term standpoint from a scholarship standpoint. Well, technically, they have four openings. Uh, obviously, they've got three guys that are committed to them that uh, haven't signed yet. But uh, you would uh, you would expect them to to follow through and sign whenever they're able to do that. And then uh, you know, with uh, Arkansas contacting, I, I I got a running list here, and I, don't, I haven't counted them all up, but I'm going to say close to twenty uh, transfers. Jeez. Uh, you know, uh, I think uh, that's. That's definitely a possibility of uh, adding another transfer and filling up that last spot. What are they looking for? Do you know? I mean, what's what's a hole that needs to be filled for Arkansas? Well, I think I think uh, definitely uh, you continue to look for maybe another big or or you know another uh, you know another guard or forward that can put it in the hole. Uh, yeah, I think it's really about the you know the best uh, best available, really, in my opinion. And uh, there's there's some good ones, and and they've uh, contacted uh, most of them. So uh, it remains to be seen uh, what happens. Obviously, if they show interest, and 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 you know the kid shows interest, uh, it sounds like that they're gonna, you know, uh, maybe get some uh, get some visits uh, from some of these kids once uh, visits are allowed again. And uh, uh, Kevin Marfo uh, from uh, uh, the big. Uh, that's 6'8", 245 that led the nation in uh, rebounds, 13.3 rebounds. He confirmed to me that Arkansas made made the cut for him, uh, hmm. top, top 12, top 15, and, uh, you know, remains to be seen if he's going to visit or anything. He didn't answer me on that, but uh, he, he's definitely a grad transfer forward that uh, could give him uh, some uh, inside inside scoring and obviously some boards. Talking to Richard Davenport at AR Recruiting Guy on Twitter. If you want to uh, keep up with him, 
and also follow his work in the Democrat Gazette, which I have been doing closely per usual. Uh, I saw a report yesterday, and this I think a lot of it would hinge on whether or not Mason Jones decide to, decides to come back or not. Have we gotten more of an in, in indication on his timeline, Wes? Have you heard anything else on that? I haven't. Richard, have you? No, I have not. Nope. Okay. Uh, but a guy that was uh, popped up, and it, it just raised my eyebrows because I've seen the kid play a lot. Excellent score at 6'4", and Ian DuBose, and I'm happy for, you know, potentially for Arkansas if he ends up there, if uh, they end up needing a guy with his ability. He averaged 19 points a game at Houston Baptist last year. More importantly, I'm happy for UCA that they don't have to face him anymore <laughs> as a, an outstanding score. But his list is pretty impressive. Arkansas, USC, Wake Forest, Stanford, DePaul, Ole Miss, NC State, Clemson, and Northwestern, as well as Liberty, all on his list. Um, so he's a guy that can shoot it. He can score it. You look at his body and you think, this guy doesn't look very athletic. He is just a crafty son of a gun, man. He can really play. Good shooter. Really good basketball player. And if he was surrounded by a little more talent, uh, I think it would stand out even more so. Is he something some, something along the lines of a Barford? You yeah, know, reminds me a lot of that. Play, I have Absolutely. It's, it's not, he's, a, he's a bigger guard. Yeah, not know? the quickest, not the most athletic, but just a good ball player, man. Hmm. And can shoot it. Yeah. R.D., are you hearing anything else about guys like um, – Jalen Harris that could leave? You know, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't really, uh, you know, checked some, uh, checked any sources, but nothing would surprise me. Uh, you know, especially with as many kids that are you know, you're seeing them each and every day announcing uh, uh, trans, plans to transfer. So, uh, uh, obviously, the portal kind of frees, frees all this up uh, uh, so much easier than the, than the past. So, no, nothing would surprise me. I saw where a kid out of Moralton got an offer to play basketball for Kansas. Who is this? Yeah, uh, Joseph uh, Pinion from uh, from Moralton, like you said. Uh, Good-looking uh, shooting guard. He can drive. He can he can rebound. Uh, good all-around all game. And uh, he, he's a guy that, uh, you know, like you said, uh, Kansas offered last night. He had, he had a few other offers uh, before the Kansas offer, but obviously – when Kansas offers you, that's uh, that's impressive. Oral Roberts, South Alabama, Central Arkansas, were some of the others that had previously offered. He did visit Arkansas back in November on an unofficial visit with his family. He's, he's definitely been an, on Arkansas's radar, and uh, just a guy that uh, you know, if you look at look at his film, you just see a guy that has a nice all-around game, good athleticism, and a very good uh, basketball IQ, but. Uh, uh, Definitely, uh, definitely a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, a lot of people, you know, in the state that uh, follow basketball know about him, but just maybe the casual uh, basketball fan wouldn't. But uh, he's about uh, six five, six six, about uh, one hundred seventy five pounds. Yeah, I think his scholarship offers are about to blow up since Kansas jumped on board. No, that's definitely going to get the attention of some some schools. And let, let's face it, and, I, and I, this is this pertains to football and basketball too. I don't care what anybody says. There's a lot of schools that don't trust their own evaluation and will wait for a school like Kansas to, or Arkansas or somebody like that to make an offer, and then, then they'll jump in. Uh, you, you'd be surprised at how many coaches ask uh, high school coaches and uh, AU coaches, uh, hey, who's offering? Well, nobody's really offering. They're afraid to to throw in, uh, throw out, throw out that first offer, and, and it, it happens all the time. So once a school like Kansas does that, yeah, that's definitely going to get the uh, attention of other schools around the country. This 2022 class for Arkansas looks loaded. 
Yeah, right now they have four guys that have uh, yeah, received offers from Arkansas. Obviously, Joseph is a prime candidate, could be the fifth. You know, the in-state class and the 2020 class. Uh, and and I'm, 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 I'm obviously counting K.K. Robinson and Moses Moody, mm-hmm. obviously are out of state now, but that, that's five guys in that class that had offers from Arkansas. And, uh, you know, I think that this class, uh, you know, could, could uh, get to that five and maybe beyond that uh, in the future because they're still uh, uh, recruiting some other guys and have, have interest in other guys in the sophomore class. So it's a, it's a very strong class, and, and there may be a guy that we don't know about right now that may have uh, set the bench this past year down and maybe, say, a senior uh, that may develop, in, de- develop into a prospect. Who are the other four that have offers from Arkansas in 2022? Uh, Darian Ford, everybody knows about him from uh, from Magnolia. He's probably the the uh, top uh, prospect in that class in the state of Arkansas. Nick uh, and Nick Smith Jr. I mean, well, when I say Darian could be the top, I mean I think yeah. you'd have to consider Nick too. So I, I'll say co uh, top uh, prospects in the state. Uh, Nick Smith Jr. from from Sylvan Hills, about six four, hundred sixty eight eight pounds. I tell you what, that, that guy's grown a little bit since last summer when I saw him uh, uh, not too long ago, and and just seeing his development from a physical standpoint is very impressive because he was kind of on the lean side. And then uh, Javon uh, Guy King from uh, Mills, six five, hundred ninety pound guard. He's got an Arkansas offer in Kalila. Uh, Ware from North Little Rock, 6'10", about 195, who was offered in January and also has offers from Virginia Tech and Texas A&M. Yeah, I project when Ware, by the time he's a senior, he, he could be right up there with the, uh, the, the rest as being a battle for the top player in the state of Arkansas. Because I can just see this kid blowing up as far, you know, as being a big guy. You know, the older you get, the more coordination, the more strength you get, the more explosive you get. I, I just see this guy, man, he has the potential to be big time. Yeah, I would probably I would agree with you there because he probably has the most upside of all the guys that we've talked about uh, just because, like you said, he has so much more development to go and uh, has obviously the, uh, the height. He obviously will need to add a little bit of weight, but uh, gosh, he's only a – 10th grader in high school yeah. so that's going to happen so and his game is going to progress and I think that I think he's starting to realize that he's got to play with a high motor uh you know on a consistent basis and when it, and it sounds like when he started doing that that's when the schools really started to buy into him one more for you what does the 2021 class look like uh that looks uh, it looks pretty good I, I think that the thing with uh, that class is there's still some guys that are, uh, you know, being being evaluated by Arkansas, including uh, Taryn Williams from uh, Mariana, who I think has a chance to to get one of those offers. And that's something I'm writing about uh, fairly soon. Is about some of these guys that may not say have an offer from Arkansas or uh, some uh, other big majors. Uh, this this whole time right now is kind of really hurting them, mm-hmm. trying to. To get other offers, and that's, I think that's something that. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I talked to Taryn last night about it, and he's just kind of bummed about it. But he understands that uh, you know there's nothing you can really do. But uh, the 2021 class definitely has guys that I think that are on the radar, 
but just uh, just not ready, just not uh, there yet. RD, thank you, man. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. See you, brother. All right, Richard Davenport, great stuff. And a lot happening with recruiting despite the challenges of coaches and players talking to one another and having a chance to do visits. All that kind of stuff is out the window right now. It's crazy. Skype, Zoom, FaceTime. But, again, if you're – and we've heard of this before where kids sign even before they see a campus, which I think is risky business. If it was my kid, not having it. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to go see the campus and make sure you visit with the coaches in person before you get uh, a commitment like that done. So. It's just junior classes, really. They need to be out there uh, playing ball, summer tournaments coming up, so coaches can see them as they progress, as they get better. They may not, like Richard just said, they may not be good enough for some coaches think for uh, an offer right now, but that's what happens. They improve, and you're like, okay, he's got it. Let's offer. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, Tomorrow we got a trip over to Bradford Marine. One of the safest things you can do right now, get on a boat and get out and do some riding around, do some fishing. You need uh, some time out of your house. That's a great way to do it, and you can socially distance on a boat. We're going to be hanging out out there tomorrow. Also, we will visit with Joe Frost, better known to you and me as the Super Nanny. She will uh, give parents a little pep talk who were stuck in their homes with their kids and has some ideas on how to make it all work. Maybe look at this not as a challenge but as an opportunity with your family life, and uh, we'll look forward to visiting with her tomorrow. Uh, Here's an opportunity for you out at Guatney Chevrolet. Chevrolet cares and so does Guatney. 0% financing for 84 months. I don't want you guys to take this lightly. This is significant, unprecedented amount of savings potentially for you, the car buyer. 0% financing for 84 months. The thing I like even more than that, and I can't believe there is anything, but how about this? Six months of no payments, folks. Again, just do the math. If you're struggling to make ends meet, if you're waiting on that money from the government to help pay your bills, how about getting rid of a car payment for half of a year? Now, I'm not real confident much about this COVID deal, but I'm pretty comfortable saying six months from now we're going to be through this, at least the worst of it, and things will, generally speaking, be getting back to normal, if not completely back to normal. The six months no payments applies to select vehicles, tracks, Equinox, and Silverados, all brand new 2020s, and then the few 2019s they do have left on the lot. So do it sooner rather than later if you're interested in taking advantage of this deal, the 84 months, 0%, and the six months, no payments. It could truly be a game changer for a lot of folks. GuadneyChevrolet.com online and go visit them. The Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, and yes, they are very cognizant of social distancing and trying to help you with your buying process in a very safe way. Stay tuned. We'll visit with Joe Klein, assuming we can reach him. Got to pull him out of the smoker. All right, welcome back. It is 1051. Christian, check your email. I just sent you a, a video. There, this is bringing out the best and the worst in all of us. And I just saw a really interesting video from a woman who's 75 years old who kind of got into it with a lady uh, over the coronavirus. So, again, nobody has been unscathed by this one way or another. Big Joe Klein joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Sounds like he's rolling around, hopefully delivering ribs from A to B. Or you could just sit at the uh, store and wait for Baz to come to you and get his naked wings. Apparently that's his thing. So no surprise, Joe. No surprise. Both well, restaurants have, uh, we'll have a number one or a number two. We've uh, established the naked Baz special. So that's, that's a dozen wings, naked, half rack of ribs, nothing on it. I like it. I like it. Uh, you are the first person. I, I The thought of eating a dry rib before I met you was unthinkable, and now I prefer them. 
Well, I've never, I mean, when we, Tommy was, we went over to check out the store years ago. I mean, they said, I said, yeah, I'll have some ribs. And they sweat wet or dry. I remember looking at the guy like, what do you mean? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, I get it. I mean, it was, it was new to me, too. But, uh, yeah, I, once I, once I went that way, I never looked back. That's, that's, me, it's the only way to have them. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, we talked about Andy Kennedy getting the job at UAB, Joe. Have you talked to the network at all about potential for next season? Oh, no. I mean, I, I haven't. I don't think any of that. I mean, being around Jimmy, uh, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, since the ESPN and SEC and all that really – have never had uh, access to the NCAA tournament. It's really like when the SEC tournament is over, it's like basketball, it's like losing your last game in a basketball season. I mean, it just ends very abruptly. And then it kind of, things start coming around, uh, you know, SEC media days. And in the summer when things get a little slower, they start talking about stuff. But no, I haven't, I haven't heard anything. I didn't really expect to hear anything for a while. Yeah, they're pretty much late in the game. I talked to Pat and be a month before the season, and he, st- he hadn't had anything finalized before in the past, so right. I-, I guess that doesn't shock me, but uh, we're all hoping to see you back on there, obviously, next year, so we'll see. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I hope, I hope, it, I hope it works out. Joe, how are you guys doing at Corky's? Are, are people using that drive through window? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're really fortunate. I mean, just uh, it's not great. I bet we're down 60%. Uh, but I, I, you know, being able to have 40% of your business is so much better than the majority of the people out there. I mean, we just, we really, we feel very fortunate. It's not by any means ideal. and uh, It's put a hardship on us. But uh, there's a lot of people out there that have it a lot worse than we do. So again, we're 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 plugging along and doing everything we can, and you know, just hoping for the best, taking it a day at a time. About that barbecue, man! You can load up on barbecue and eat on that for for a week. <laughs> yeah, the one good thing we give you a lot for your dollar. So I mean, you come get lunch, or odds are you're going to have dinner. You know, sometimes you're one of those people like that, you'll, you'll uh, have breakfast too. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, Kansas offered Moralton's Joseph Pinion. Richard Davenport was just on the show with us, and I've never seen him play. Have you seen Pinion play? Do you know or have you heard anything about him? I have not seen him play recently. I remember uh, watching – He's going to be a senior, right? No, he's 2022. 20, he's a sophomore, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, then maybe it's sooner than I thought. because uh, I remember watching, we were going to play uh, Greenbrier or Bologna or somebody, and I, I was watching a game on Huddle, probably must have been last year. And, uh, you know, I remember asking about this kid. I kept watching for Bolton, and I remember uh, – Todd Ezai looking at me going, that kid's a freshman. And I remember going, really? So I, I've, I've seen him play last year. And, uh, he was he, he really was he was really good. And then when you saw he was a freshman, it was 
eye-opening. So I, I, I'm not surprised by that in the least. Also not surprised probably by Jalen Harris's departure, Joe, and I don't think any of us were, and we could have anticipated what kind of minutes he would have seen next year. Um, but, again, he's a guy that's got great experience and I would think can go somewhere, the right place, and start for his last year. Oh, most definitely. I mean, uh, you know, he had, he had his shortcomings, and he was a guy that really needed to be surrounded by, by scores. So he needed three or four scores around him. Uh, and then when Isaiah Joe went down, I mean, his, you know, he's just not a score. So the, the deficiencies in his shot, although he made incredible strides this year on his shot, uh, being so much better, that but his deficiencies really were glaring and were, were you know, because there just wasn't enough around him. Hide though, but as far as guy that was dependable, he's you know he's a guy you. know, I don't think they wanted him to lead, but I think he knew and Musselman, you know, probably spoke honestly with him. You know, first of all, Coach Musselman to a play who he thinks can win, but you know they they're going to have. So he he's looking at being a backup next year. Yeah. Joe, Joe, I don't want to cut you off. We've only got like 20 seconds left. Uh, get, real quick, hours, and I assume all your specials are still in effect. Bird is the word today, all that. Yeah, everything's the same except you got to go to the drive You know, our, our evening hours might be a little bit shorter, 7.30-ish at the traffic, but no, everything's the same. Just come to the drive through man. We'll hook you up. We do delivery, too, so. Very good. Help you any way you need. Be safe, buddy. Thank you, Joe. See ya. I was going to ask you about Tiger King. We'll call you later.